0: Good evening, Azeroth, and welcome to episode 180 of the World of Goldcraft. Um, I'm not live. Well, I'm recording the show on Friday. Usually I try to do it on Thursdays, but I was too tired yesterday, so whatever. Um, either way, welcome back to the show. I'm the Lazy Goldmaker. I'm going to talk about gold making in World of Warcraft. That's what I do. Um, so, um, yeah, if you're interested in supporting the podcast, you can do so through patreon.com slash goldmaker. That'll get you seven days of early access to all of the guides I post. On the lazygoldmaker.com and YouTube so um, head on over there. And now we're gonna talk about Dragonflight. Well, unsurprisingly the new expansion coming up. And a big question here that is on many people's mind right now is how profitable is Dragonflight going to be? Um, and how is this going to compare to previous expansions? Now obviously this is a pretty hard question to answer in general. In particular this time around. Why? Because Dragonflight is bringing the largest overall to professions we've pretty much ever seen. Uh, Huge sweeping changes to how um, recipe crafting works, BOP crafting orders, like there's so much new stuff. Um, But the general trend, of course, from past expansion launches has been that, uh, particularly during the first month or two, uh, it's extremely profitable. And there are tons of markets that can give you a very large amount of profit. And now we're talking... Primarily about using crafting professions. Uh, And that's been my my preferred niche, has generally been crafted gear. uh, Which works really well for how I play the game when I'm online and stuff like that. I don't usually have to cancel scan much. Um, And it's a a market that's very, very hot at the beginning when everyone's gearing up. And then you can sort of chill out a little bit down the line. So yeah, as I said, Dragonflight launch changes everything. Um, A lot of new features, and that's going to mean that market dynamics, things that we know from previous expansions, they might not be true anymore. Um, One thing that's not specifically Dragon Fight, that's already been in the game a little while, is the region-wide market. Um, So for anything that can stack, materials, consumables, enchants, they are now region-wide. And this has never been the case for an expansion launch before, or a patch launch. Um, which means that we don't know how it's gonna be, but we can speculate. Number one, if you're first to market f- for any given item, you can sell to the entire region. And if you manage to like find some crazy min-max strategy to get to a specific quality, like a day ahead of the average player, you can make an obscene amount of gold potentially with this system because you're selling to literally everyone, right? Um the other big change is of course that we can now craft very very high-end gear including mythic quality mythic raid quality item level pieces but the caveat is that they can only be sold to other players through the new crafting order system which is a completely new system where people put up they pick a recipe they put up the required materials and they send it out with a with a commission for someone else to craft um so yeah the region-wide economy as i said long term we're gonna see more competition i mean we were already seeing at least on hypop servers crazy competition and stuff like alchemy a little bit down the line but early on you're selling to a, such a huge market that if you can be the first to market um, then you can potentially make a lot of gold like quality three and chance quality three adding sockets to next quality three anything that's stackable if you're the first person You can make absolutely huge profit potential and then down the line as more and more people unlock uh, Profits are gonna absolutely crater and it's gonna be the most degenerate cancel scanning wars imaginable Um, So my plan is to pretty much not do that at all. I'm not gonna focus on stackable items almost at all Um, I don't expect to because I don't have the time at launch to be degenerate and get ahead of the curve and I certainly don't like canceled scanning all day with stackables so I'm just gonna be like whatever I'll leave that to someone else um, but if you can take advantage of that then you can get astronomically rich um, it's going to be a short-term window, but it's going to be potentially very, very profitable. Um, there's a bunch of different niches. There's flasks, potions, intermediate materials, gems, enchants. So many different items that you can specialize in, and all of them potentially very profitable. Um, gear crafting That has been the name of the game in Shadowlands for anyone who's been using professions. Legendaries. The, the most gold-making <laughs> favorite system I think we've ever seen. Um I've never made as much call with professions ever as I have in Shadowlands. Um I started Shadowlands with uh, 1 million on Draenor. I and Shadowlands with more than 60 million on that server. And I've spent I don't even play that hard. <laughs> uh-huh. and so uh, yeah, that was profitable expansion. Uh, this time around we get to craft uh, full mythic gear essentially from crafting. Um obviously that's going to have demand. That's That's not a question at all. People are definitely going to want to use crafting orders to buy mythic gear when they can. Uh, But the crafting is limited by players' ability to generate the BOP materials that they need to have, the Sparks of Imagination and Primal Chaos. Um, I believe Sparks of Imagination come from various endgame activities. I'm not sure about Primal Chaos. Then you also have the the Infusions to get to absolutely to mythic, um, mythic level, which is even another point on top of that. Um... But um, but yeah, it's, there's going to be demand for sure. Um, the question is also like, how are people going to care about uh, quality? How will they value slightly higher quality, like quality four, quality five? That's a big difference. That's three item level. Uh, might be a lot of a lot of extra gold, or maybe recrafting an item multiple times to get there. Um, How are they going to value that in terms of crafting orders? That's going to be very, very hard to say. And of course, the people who who want the item, they have to set the price with the crafting order. Probably going to be uh, some more um, trade chat negotiations. Um, Generally, the recipes for armor and weapons look really, really strong. There's like pre-embellished armors, stuff with uh, unique effects uh, for every armor profession in the game um, that look... pretty strong, pretty strong. Uh, obviously I haven't looked at sims. for. There's a huge t- number of classes that will have to look at sims and figure out which of these embellished effects are stronger. I'm assuming some of them are going to be very, very strong. There's also some you can add with optional reagents. Um, so whatever turns out to be the best ones, people are going to be, be hunting for those, for sure. Um, and those are the recipes you definitely want to max out, but we don't know which recipes that's going to be yet. Um, What's interesting, we also have a lot of intermediate materials. But this time around, there's no value uh, <laughs> to them as a crafter. Because for for using them for max rank, like for gear crafting, then the, the person buying the item has to supply all the materials for their crafting order. So like, you, you can't provide those for yourself. Um, you'll have to sell those on the auction house if you want to. Which is interesting, like the intermediate materials... Getting quality three is actually pretty hard for some of them, like intermediate alloys, you have to rely on inspiration to get them. Um, so that could potentially be profitable for quite a while, but you have to sell those on the auction house to people looking to buy the, the finished item. Um, so yeah, the demand is going to be very, very high for uh, for quality three intermediate materials, for instance. Uh, now crafting orders the entire system how does it work well you can make you can complete 30 public ones per day you just go up to the craft ordering npc you open the public orders you look through the ones you can craft and you click one and then you get the gold and you craft the item for them um i'm not sure about the recharge rate i think it was something about recharging 10 per day or whatever Uh, it doesn't really matter what the exact number is going to be if you want to max out your profession, you're very strongly incentivized to just do orders early on. Because to get from skill 50 to skill 100, you need to, to do 50, at least craft 50 items that can give you skill ups. And for some professions, the best recipes for doing that is buying and pick up armor and stuff like that. Um, so you definitely want to just max out your crafting orders early on, Just do. it doesn't really matter what they pay you even. You just want to get to max skill, because that's a huge barrier to entry. Um, for crafting higher quality stuff. Um, So I even think that there's if you want to min-max and get to max quality as fast as possible, then you have to utilize private orders as well because you can do an unlimited number of private orders that people send specifically to you. Um, And that's where I expect the real money to be. But I'm also expecting that hardcore crafters will be paying people early on to send them crafting orders to max out and be like uh i'll provide all the materials you provide the sparks of inspiration and the primal chaos just send me a crafting order for whatever epic gear recipes you've unlocked and just do that until you max out skill um that's definitely might lead to a period where like crafting orders are very very lowly valued as everyone is is leveling up profession skill um you'll have to use trade chat probably to sell like high quality crafts like Advertising that you can craft specific recipes at a high quality or craft specific like highly sought after recipes and then generate private orders um, where you don't have to to figure out how much gold you can make. Now, for the crafting orders, the buyers set the commission when they make the order and set the commission. Uh, Which means that I expect like overall profits per item to be way lower uh, than they were in, in Shadowlands. Like there's there, No one's going to be like, yeah, I'll, I'll pay a 100k commission to craft something, most likely. Uh, my experience from Wrath Classic, for instance, is that people are very happy to <laughs> negotiate their crafting service, but they pay like minuscule amounts. They'll pay like less than 10% um, usually of the material cost. Um, so that's going to be interesting. That being said, there is a market you can recraft gear to get the higher quality later for a lot lower cost. So there's a market. There's a value in just getting a crafted item right away or getting like full crafted items right away is a significant boost um, to your character. And you don't lose out that much in efficiency because you can recraft it to a higher quality and then add primal infusions and stuff like that later if you need to. Um, And down the line, of course, people are going to get consistently better at crafting gear. so there's that. Now, obviously, barriers to entry. This is a very important factor. Is uh, is the recipe going to be profitable? How easy is it for some is it for someone to compete with you? Um, generally speaking, there aren't any like huge barriers to entry for crafting recipes at quality one for any one recipe, I should say. But g- unlocking all of the recipes is generally um, going to take a while because you a lot of the recipes come from the knowledge tree and the professional knowledge tree which means that you're like time-gated you won't be able to get all of them before you have the the necessary knowledge Um, there's also some recipes that come from reputation they're also effectively time-gated and then there are some recipes that are tradable on the auction house they come from raid they come from pvp they come from various drops mobs whatever um the only barrier to entry here is having the gold to buy them and some of these recipes are very strong and i'll be probably looking for to buy most of the recipes that are tradable on the auction house as soon as possible because i have an obscene amount of gold um, so might as well um, and now if you're looking to craft an item at a specific high quality then that's a very high barrier of entry to getting to like quality five mythic um, you need to have for for most cases Anywhere from like eighty to one hundred knowledge invested specifically into crafting that item slot. Like, if you want to craft quality five mythic uh, leather bracers, then you need to have put about eighty to one hundred points into getting good at crafting leather bracers. Uh, some of that's gonna spill over to other recipes, but uh, um, about two thirds of that's gonna spill over onto the other leather onto other leather pieces as well uh but that's a lot of of points and that's a a long way down the line before you can consistently craft quality five max um, max level um so yeah now what's interesting here is that for for stuff that you can't sell on the auction house so for all of the gear there's no value in having an integrated value chain what i mean by that well, in Shadowlands, you had a very strong value from having an enchanter to craft all of your enchanted materials for legendaries. I had that on my second account, so I could just craft enchanted alethium bars for 30 minutes and then while I was doing an M-plus dungeon and then send it all over and go craft um, the blacksmithing legendaries. Uh, but you don't get the value of that, particularly not for, for anything that's sold through crafting orders. The only place where you get value from this is for consumables, uh, and chance stuff that you can sell on the auction house yourself. Um, so this means that crafters aren't going to be buying as many materials as before. Um, and specifically, if you're looking to get into armor crafting, which is what I, I generally focus on, um, then you're not going to be needing a crafting army to ensure that you have access to high quality materials at a cheap price. Because you, had, you don't have to pay that cost, that's the buyers uh, need to, to buy whatever the Quality 3 materials are selling for. Um, that's going to lead to some interesting, it'll be interesting to see how the material markets for like uh, Quality 3 materials are. Essentially gold makers are incentive to craft them but never buy them, uh, so the big goblins aren't going to buy Quality th- 3 materials outside of like Alchemy and Gems and stuff, so uh, yeah, it'll be very interesting. Um, so, then, what do I expect from all of these things? Um, one thing that's, that seems obvious to me is that having multiple accounts and having multiple characters to craft with uh, seems extremely strong in Dragonflight. Um, if you can get multiple characters like on the curve uh, of knowledge, so that you're co- competing in multiple uh, different professions, or maybe you have just multiple blacksmiths to cover all of the weapon types early on. Um then that's gonna be very very valuable um, because it's gonna take a long while for people to catch up to you if they, if they level a um, their crafter like two weeks after launch then they're gonna be permanent 30 knowledge behind or whatever you can get in a week um, and that's gonna take a, a very long time for them to catch up to um, the breadth they might catch up to like your first item in not that long uh, but catching up to the next item, it's going to take them longer. So you'll just be uh, be ahead. Um, if you're also if you're first to market, particularly for stackable items, then I think the the sky's the limit. So like for very very hardcore gold makers, people who who like putting like an incredible amount of effort in very early on, um, I think they're in a position to make more gold than they've ever done. Um, I think this overall the system particularly with um for tradable items or for items that are sold as uh, commodities on the auction house so they're region-wide uh that entire market favors like super hardcore players to a very very massive degree uh, which is why i'm not planning to engage much with it at all that i just don't have the time i do not expect that i will have the time to to get into that in time but we'll see my general plan is to level uh, four characters like two i have two accounts two at a time and then two at a time uh, so i can get all four professions into um into dragonflight systems as soon as possible um, that all being said there's also with the new systems and so many different ways to go with knowledge points with specializations with profession skills uh profession equipment There's gonna be a ton of new niches that we haven't even thought about yet. There's gonna be new ways of thinking about gold making, new ways to approach the market completely. Um, I think that succeeding in Dragonfight is not gonna be similar to succeeding in Shadowlands or or BFA. Uh, Shadowlands even already had very different dynamics compared to BFA and previous expansions because the major value was now moved into legendaries. That was the biggest value system in the game and leatherworking for instance. Um, which covers the largest amount of classes, had by far the most expensive materials. Um, so it'll be, in, which is, which had never been the case in previous expansions. And now we're getting like massive overalls to the entire profession system. Um, so it's going to be very <laughs> exciting to see how it plays out. Um, I think this is going to favor people who are flexible, people who can identify trends early on. I can theorycraft all i want but i've been wrong in the past i've been right in the past um, i'm not gonna rely on like my analysis right now to point the, in the right direction um i'm gonna just pay attention pay attention to prices maybe even hoard knowledge for a little while um until we start seeing something that, that that has more demand we'll definitely have to wait for pve guides to come out for people to like this is the optimal way to gear in dragonflight then we can start targeting like. What the guide writers are suggesting and, and selling to the players who are going to be reading those guides um, i'll definitely be getting every profession to max that's going to be what i focus on and then uh, uh, putting my knowledge towards whatever seems to be the best approach once we're at launch pretty much is when we can decide what um, a good approach to each profession is going to be I might level some duplicates for some professions like I'm thinking about having like a blacksmith an extra blacksmith uh, That I specifically only get to like 80 knowledge, which is enough to consistently uh, and then stack inspiration and craft um, what are they called the um, the alloys so I'm thinking about doing that for some of the intermediate materials uh, I think that can be a, a, a strong niche long term, but you're you're competing for sales against the entire uh, region, so it's going to be very hard to hard to see. Um, and I'm not sure how much time is required to like level up and then keep on top of the knowledge, um, which we'll just have to see once uh, once the expansion is out. Either way, I think it's the most exciting expansion launch, in ever for professions. Because everything is getting shaken up, I think this um, is great for me. I love when everything is fresh and you have to figure out an approach on your own. Uh, I think this is perfect, so I'm just really looking forward to Dragonflight. Um, and um, I think, like every every expansion, people are putting tons of effort and gold into improving their characters early on. And professions fill a larger role, so I think professions are going to be very, very profitable in Dragonflight. Uh, but I think the specific niches are going to be very, very different. And particularly, crafting orders are more gonna favor like people who enjoy negotiating and enjoy talking to people. Not me. I like just posting my stuff on the auction house and, and logging off because um, I'm an introvert. But that's fine. Um, so uh, it'll be interesting to see how I play in this new, uh, entirely new playground. Thanks for watching or listening. Um, that's it for this week. We'll see you next week for another episode. Thanks for. Um,